Hurricane Wilma was the most intense tropical cyclone ever recorded in the Atlantic Basin and was part of the record-breaking 2005 Atlantic hurricane season where three of the top 10 most intense Atlantic hurricanes took place. That also included ringing in at number four, Rita, and number seven, Katrina. Hi, I'm Chris May, host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast with the Weather Network in Canada. And today, we will look at what got this massive storm to where it made the record books. And there is actually a lot going on with this one, so be ready for twists and turns and a shocking event that set a record that may never be broken. Let's light it up now on This Day in Weather History. On October 15th, Wilma started out like all other tropical storms or hurricanes as a depression. It formed initially in the Caribbean Sea near Jamaica, then two days later intensified into a tropical storm and was named at that time Wilma. Wilma continued to strengthen and eventually became a hurricane on October 18th, this day in weather history. By being named Wilma, it became the first named W storm in the basin since the naming convention began in 1950. It would be 15 years until another season would have a W-named storm, and that would be Tropical Storm Wilfred in the crazy year known as 2020. Then, and this is the curious twist that still holds a record today, within only 24 short hours after becoming a hurricane at all, Wilma experienced such an explosive intensification that it blew up like that into a Category 5 hurricane with wind speeds close to 300 kilometers per hour or 185 miles per hour. Wilma's intensification rate broke all records in the basin with a 24-hour pressure drop of 97 millibars. That is massive. At the hurricane's peak intensity, the hurricane hunters estimated the eye of Wilma contracted to a record minimum diameter of only 2.3 miles or 3.7 kilometers. What does that mean? This storm was wound up as tight as a spinning top. Wilma was poised to do permanent damage to whatever it ran into while in this state. Now, Wilma's intensity was short-lived after setting a new record. The spin rate slowly leveled off after becoming a Category 5 hurricane, and winds began to weaken to only 150 miles per hour or 240 kilometers per hour before it reached the Yucatan Peninsula in southern Mexico on October 20th and 21st. So, like 2020's Cat 2 Hurricane Delta, Wilma drove through the peninsula and re-emerged in the Gulf of Mexico again as a Category 2 hurricane. While sweeping over Mexico, it unloaded torrential rainfall on the offshore Isla Mujeres, not far from Cancun. Over 24 hours, a rain gauge recorded 1,634 millimeters. You heard me right. 64 and a third inches of precipitation, which set a record, I would think, in Mexico for the nation's highest 24-hour rainfall total, as well as the highest 24-hour rainfall total anywhere in the Western Hemisphere. One landfall down, and many more to go. Wilma made several landfalls, with the most destructive effects felt in the Yucatan Peninsula of Mexico and communist Cuba, and then the U.S. state of Florida. So let's address Florida now. After Cuba and Mexico, it picked up some pace again and, while accelerating to the northeast, gradually re-intensified once more. With this momentum, Wilma eventually was upgraded back to Category 3 status on October 24th, and then next up for landfall was Florida. Wilma made landfall in Cape Romano with winds of 120 miles per hour or 190 kilometers per hour. 
Then after Wilmot, no hurricane struck the state of Florida until it was Hurricane Hermine 11 years later in 2016. And no major hurricane struck Florida until nearly 12 years later when Hurricane Irma made landfall in early September of 2017. After it briefly weakened back to a Cat 2 hurricane, Wilma once again re-intensified as it reached the Atlantic Ocean. This is when Hurricane Wilma went back to Cat 3 for the last time. By October 26th, Wilma transitioned into an extratropical cyclone southeast of Nova Scotia. During this season, major Atlantic hurricanes occurred slightly more frequently than average. The only difference is that they were either weakened greatly before striking the continental U.S. shores or missed the United States entirely. But Wilma did not disappoint. It might have been the last direct hit to the United States for over a decade, but it was in an already overactive 2005 season, and Wilma became a hurricane that broke several records on this day in weather history. Tomorrow is October 19th, and we are addressing the fall classic again. Yes, the World Series. It is October after all, and this is the season for baseball's greatest championship series. Baseball's final run-up to its championship takes place primarily outdoors, in the fall, and each series can last anywhere from 5 to 10 days when you account for the number of games and travel dates. So you're really exposed to the elements, and the elements are unpredictable in the fall. October 19th of 1996 was the third time in history that the World Series opener had been postponed. And just because everyone not in New York loves to hate on New York, in the almost 200-year history of baseball, nine of the 22 games that have been canceled in series history were supposed to have taken place in New York or Brooklyn. Tomorrow is another story to pad that legend. On this day in weather history, with me, your host, Chris May.